listening to The Truth About Dinosaurs podcast, where we dig up the facts about when and how dinosaurs lived and died. And unearth new discoveries that will make you roar! I'm your host, Eli. Let's find out what we'll discover on today's show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Truth About Dinosaurs podcast. I'm here with another one of my co-hosts, Ryan Cox. Welcome back, Ryan. I have another question I want to ask you, Ryan. What is your favorite fossil? Well, it's great to be back, and my favorite fossil. Wow, that is a that is not an easy uh, question to answer. I've seen so many fossils over no, time. No, definitely not as easy. No, not easy. I'll tell you one thing: we get to do as a as a ministry is lead field trips from time to time. So we go down to uh, a place on the Texas Oklahoma border, where along a lake shore, we get to find all kinds of ammonite fossils. Uh, casts that were left behind from those creatures. And sometimes we get really itty bitty ones and sometimes really big ones up to two, two and a half feet in diameter. Uh, the only problem is you have to carry it about uh, a mile and a half to get back to your car. So that's one of my favorite fossils is people just getting to see those, which is really neat. But uh, lots of different types of dinosaur fossils that have been found have been pretty amazing and revealing what we get to learn from them. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good description. That's what I would have said, too. That's what I would have said if somebody asked me what is my favorite fossil. Although when Matt asked me what was my favorite fossil, I said woolly mammoth, because they do look really cool. But anyway, let's get to the actual show. So, Ryan, in my research, I found that many scientists believe that birds evolved from reptiles and the reason and one of their reasons is that they hold their eggs near their pelvis there's not one way that this can happen right well that is a very interesting uh, study is why there are guys out there who believe that birds evolved from from dinosaurs and from reptiles. That idea goes way back uh, to the 1860s. There was a guy named Thomas Huxley, uh, who was a big fan of Charles Darwin, who found a particular specimen and thought that might be one of the missing links they were needed to try to show that evolution was true. And since then, they've done, come up with all kinds of ideas to try to show that relation. And one thing is that this one always cracked me up was that Eggs are near the pelvis in birds and in reptiles, so therefore they're related. Well, my question was, well, where else would they be? The, even in when any animal is pregnant, um, it's right near the uh, pelvis because um, of the whole birthing process. So uh, for me, I always thought that was one of the funny ones. And, and so actually, we don't hear them talk about that too often, usually. They try to do something else. But that's one of the many desperate attempts to try to show their ideas of evolution. Yes, that is 
one of the very most reasons. <laughs> Have any transitional dinosaur fossils ever been found to support the theory that reptiles evolved into birds? The short answer to that is no. There have never been any transitional fossils found of any kind for any part of the evolutionary process. Now, they will say that this particular species of something or that thing or whatever is in transition, but it's fully formed. It's fully functional. Why is it transitioning? And into what and from what was it transitioning? So those are very much um, items of faith for them to believe in transitional fossils. And when it comes to the dinosaur bird issue, the uh, one of the old classics was uh, Archaeopteryx or Archaeopteryx or however people say that particular one. And that was, turns out, just a bird, an extinct species of bird, but for a long time was used to try to prove that birds were descendants of dinosaurs. In fact, that was the one that that Thomas Huxley guy I mentioned back in 1861 uh, tried to use. And then hmm, nobody really uses it anymore because we all understand it's just a bird. Yeah, I wouldn't use it at all. Like, <laughs> That's right. What Christian would. I mean, so next question. I so about the whole feather have any transitional dinosaur fossils ever blah 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 that question I just asked. Mm -hmm. So about that in your presentation when I was studying I saw something about people saying there is plenty of evidence quote end quote that early quote unquote T-Rexes had feathers. Is this true and what evidence are they talking about? What's really funny about any of the literature you read or any of the news stories you see about T-Rexes and their appearance, they usually say something about how they are completely covered, everything we've ever found about T-Rexes, they were covered in pebbly scales, just as we would expect if they were reptiles. And then they'll say no feathers were found. So in actual T-Rex fossils, no feathers have been found. They do try to say that one type of uh, Tyrannosaur, the Eutyrannus, had feathers on it. But the pictures, and when you actually look at the actual fossil, there aren't actual feathers on the fossil. There are these little patterns that are coming off of the bones. So the question is, what are those things that are sticking out from the bones? Well, because they want uh, birds to be re related to dinosaurs, they say they're feathers, they're feathers, there they are. But there are lots of scientists who've studied that. Uh, some of them are uh, experts in uh, biology and anatomy, some experts in birds and experts in dinosaurs altogether. And they say, no, those aren't feathers. Those are fibers, uh, parts of the skin and tissue that were decaying when that creature got buried, and then when the, the, the mud hardened and turned to rock, it froze that decaying tissue uh, into that. The, the fancy word for that, okay, are you ready, Eli? It's called integumentary fibers. Can you say integument? In, integumentary fiber. 
That's it. You got it. So those are the pieces, the parts of tissue decaying, and that's what they actually find. And there, lots of scientists have shown that that's what it is, but you'll still see people teach that, that those are feathers, and that's what we have found on some early tyrannosaurs. And it wasn't at all. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and they weren't even early tyrannosaurs because, well, it because they were made like 6,000 to 7,000 years ago. Right. Not the, long. Not that's long. right. So, is there anything about a dinosaur skeleton that makes people think they turned into birds? I would say the only reason you would see something in a dinosaur skeleton that makes you think they turned into birds is if you think the dinosaur turned into a bird. And when that is your worldview and you're seeking that, then you will find uh, that evidence that you are so desperately wanting to prove your faith in evolution. My personal opinion, and I have uh, had the incredible blessing to get to study with some phenomenal PhD scientists who are experts in dinosaurs and uh, ask them all these same types of questions you're asking, is that there's nothing in their anatomy, in their skeletons, their fossils that makes them look like birds. Uh, they had tails. So do a lot of animals, you know, <laughs> uh, things like that. But I mean, specific things that you need for bird anatomy, they don't have. And in fact, they have the exact opposite because God designed them to be dinosaurs. And that takes a specific type of anatomy. And that's exactly what they have. Yep. That is exactly what they have. So, which dinosaurs do secular scientists say actually turned into the birds we have today, in the modern day? The big overall category of dinosaurs that they use for that are the theropods. Can you say theropod? I literally have said that since the beginning of my podcast. I don't doubt that at all. Theropod. But theropod, that's right. Those are the ones with the big legs, little arms that we see most in movies because that would include the tyrannosaurs and uh, it would include the raptors. The raptors in particularly uh, get put into that category of the ones that turned into birds. The uh, overall family, or clad is what they say now, of, uh, of raptors would be the dromaeosaurs. And then they've made this new category called manoraptorans that they put all kinds of different dinosaurs in and birds and say, look, everything in this category, they're related. And I think that's just kind of confusing classification they try to use to support their idea. But it's mostly the theropod dinosaurs and specifically the raptors and the other ones they group in there with the raptors and the manoraptorans that they try to say turned into birds. Of course they would use the theropods because theropods are two-legged, mm -hmm. like birds. Mm -hmm. Their arms are the right type of thing to say that they, they're the right type of size to say that they just grew feathers. 
Well, uh, that's a very good thing uh, to point out. They do say that, but actually the proportion of how long the different parts of their arms are is a very big difference between dinosaurs and birds because one has to serve as a wing, whereas for the other, it does not. Now, one of the things that we also need to understand, you asked earlier about what we see in the fossils that people might think, uh, well, that could be a bird. It's not what we see in the fossils, but what we see in movies and TV, like we talked about in a previous podcast. They are portrayed on purpose by the people making those movies to act like and look like birds, like their relatives. So people see that and then they go and look at the dinosaur, what we actually have, and they try to put that together in their minds. Oh, yeah, I see things in that that make it a bird. When in reality, they are seeing stuff in it that they got from the movies and not what's actually there in the bones. Yeah, definitely. Are Christians the only people that believe that dinosaurs did not evolve into birds? Or do secular scientists as well? Oh, there are lots of secular scientists, guys who believe in evolution, who do not believe any of this about dinosaurs turning into birds. Uh, I've got a long list that I keep uh, putting together that I show uh, when I go places to talk about dinosaurs. The, these are guys who have looked at this and have studied it in depth, some of them for decades. And they're like, this is kind of crazy. The things you have to believe in order to think that a dinosaur eventually one day gave birth to a bird is just uh, just just absolute nonsense. It's just silly. In fact, one of the biggest problems for uh, evolutionists is the age they say these creatures are. One of the big, big problems they have is that there are several birds uh, in the fossil record that are found buried lower, deeper uh, than dinosaurs. So that becomes a big problem because for them, the deeper it is, that's the older it is, and for them by millions and millions of years. So how could dinosaurs give rise to birds when we find for them birds that are millions of years older than the dinosaurs that were supposed to give birth to them? It's a big, big problem. And that's why, uh, along with all many of the other things that we've talked about, there are many secular scientists who do not believe that birds are the descendants of dinosaurs. Well, if I were a secular scientist, I thought it's exactly what I would do. <laughs> but I'm still a kid, so whatever. So, next question. What is the number one main reason that dinosaurs could not evolve into birds? For me personally, the number one reason that dinosaurs could not have evolved into birds is because, as a Christian, evolution is a false doctrine. It is a, a deceitful thing that one of my specialties is history. That's what my training is more in. And I've gone back and I've studied a lot of the history of where that idea has come from, who developed it, how it became popular in the cultures and education realms of the world. And it is not based on science. It is purely worldview driven. It's driven by people who do not want us to believe the Bible. And so anything regarding 
the evolution, the transmutation of species is a big problem because God's word is very, very clear that he made things according to their kinds. He did that in the first week of history. We read about that in Genesis chapter 1, and we understand that there's no transmutation, one species, one kind evolving into another kind. Instead, we have them as uh, incredible creations from our Creator. Uh, the Bible says in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, that uh, in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits. There are people out there who are trying to deceive us away from believing God's word. Uh, so, And evolution is one of the tools. And here's the thing that you and other young people your age and also grandpas and grandmas and, and moms and dads need to know is that dinosaurs is one of the number one things they are trying to use to make us not believe the Bible, and specifically this issue of feathers on dinosaurs and dinosaurs giving birth to birds, that's a big deal because in the Bible, winged creatures, birds, they were on day five of creation, dinosaurs, land animals, day six. Well, if it got that wrong, then can you believe anything else in the Bible? And so you see how they try to deceive us with this stuff. And it's very important we keep studying and find out what the truth really is. Yep, that's the whole point of my podcast. And it's a great podcast. And I'm so glad and thankful that you are doing this podcast. It's also really fun. Well, that too. Absolutely. It's not only an educating podcast on <laughs> the truth. It's also... Pretty fun to record, pretty fun to listen to, a pretty good podcast for on the go. I mean, like, it's everything bundled into one. What more could you ask for? I know, right? Thank you so much for being with me today, Ryan. I really enjoyed talking about our feathered dino friends. That's right. Be careful you don't believe in feather tales, uh, especially on dinosaurs. You can believe in bird feather tales, but not dino feather tales. That's a complete tale of a tale. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time for episode 12. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Truth About Dinosaurs podcast. If you love the show, please leave me a review by going to truthaboutdinos.com forward slash review. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app. And please consider supporting the show by going to truthaboutdinos.com forward slash support. Your generous support helps me acquire new research materials to continue unearthing the truth about dinosaurs. See you on the next episode.